All right, is everybody recording now? Is everybody ready? Chrissy, why are you not recording? Why is Osti not recording? Nobody else needs to mess this up anymore. It's, it's been messed up enough this week. All right, wait, I got to get Squeak. back to the top. Yes, we're going to do a three-second screech to just remind everybody of what last week sounded like. Ah! Okay, we are sorry if that was you, but now we did it better. Welcome to Everyone Racers, a show designed for the world of low-dollar racing and oddball car culture. It doesn't matter what kind of Lemma Champ or Lucky Track Dog League you run, SCC or NASA, we won't discriminate. As long as you drive it hard and built it yourself. Join us each week for tech discussion, tips, tricks, news, and notes in the world of amateur endurance racing. Whether it's on the spot, hella sweet, or we're lucky enough and Chrissy gives us just the tip, we're sure you'll giggle a little and learn even less. Everyone report to the paddock. This is Chris. This is Chrissy. I'm Jeff. And I'm Mental. Sorry, there was a little delay there. Uh, (laughs) Thanks for coming back and listening to a Holden Straight Six Engine episode of our podcast. It's episode 186. If you're not driving your Holden, uh, or any other car for that matter. Holden, you're driving. Sure. Uh, Get out your E1R bingo car, because you never know what's going to come up on the show. Uh, Let's kick it off. What you working on, Jeff? Uh, I'm working on silencing my phone, because we are T minus several hours from leaving from Pittsburgh and our Slack or team Slack. Yes. to Pittsburgh for a race. And our Slack is blowing up with all of our foolish friends saying, Oh, are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? So let's go around the block mental. Are you ready? No, <laughs> not at all. Still got a pack. I'd leave it hella early tomorrow morning. And uh, I know what the stencil is going to look like. I just haven't made it yet. Chris and Chrissy, are you ready? Hell yeah, we are. Yeah. As oh, ready somebody, as we possibly can be at this time. Somebody ask me. Jeff, are you I, ready? Oh, we, we, we know. No. We know. We know. Yeah. No. This is all exactly what we all knew would have been the answers from all three of us, four of us. So the time. what am I working on is basically, am I ready? We thought the car would be done this weekend, but Jeff needs readers and he accidentally ordered six millimeter tube instead of eight millimeter tube from fire sense to finish the fire system because we put the bottle in the back of the z and it had to stretch all the way to the front and yeah so it's it was like little small little numbers and i read it looked like a six because it was half rubbed off and i should have got my readers but it's okay it arrived today we leave tomorrow that's true. And yeah, so there it is. Uh, but we did the rest of it. Uh, we did, we plumbed the entire fire system. Uh, the center console is all put together. It's four screws away. I did a bunch of reinforcement on the dashboard because I was really worried that the dashboard was going to shake and it's got a lot of uh, things kind of bolted to the dashboard itself. We're not used to having dashboards. We usually just clear all that crap out. But uh, in the Z, we are saving all the HVAC. So that Mazda when it too. snows yeah. or oh, rains for all future race cars. For, yeah, you could be right. <laughs> Defroster is now a important part of every single race car. So, but anyway, so I, I, I like bent a piece and I put some bolts in it and everything else. We cleaned, cleaned, cleaned the hell out of it. There's. I'm still... sorry. You know what that word means? I do. I do. What? What? Uh, so, so there was still a lot of errant 
drill shavings and and floor sound deadening and stuff that is kind of like all over the place um and we couldn't for the life of us get the seat to adjust and we tried our darndest and i even called chris i was like did the seat work when you put it in he's like yeah it works i'm like well it don't work now so uh we took it all apart and we found a bent part of the uh the, the help me out jeep yj tj 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 the group the the jeep tj slider has a u-shaped bar that pulls down and it pulls teeth out of the slider to get it to slide and they, they, they like rotate they like rotate down yeah exactly we're, we're doing the youtube people can see this they do this um one side was moving and the other side wasn't and it was because the u had closed a little bit so it wasn't effect. I'm just going to do that. It, it wasn't doing that. So we got the that handle wasn't done. working right. There you go yeah, exactly. for audio Thank listeners. Thank you. Uh, yeah. So that's what it is. But what's left? I have to pack everything. New car version. So there's a lot of crap that's in the trailer that's got to get out because we don't need it anymore. Like Z intake manifolds and Z parts that we just don't care about. And then all the stuff that we've been stockpiling has to go in the trailer. So, uh, yeah, a lot of stuff to do. Go ahead, Mental. You have a question? I, I feel like, oh, well, I feel like new car. No, this is actually kind of on schedule for you. Bunch of crap you don't need needs to come out of the trailer. Bunch of crap you haven't packed yet needs to go in the trailer the day before you leave. This, that actually, that but actually there's, tracks. There's Normally usually, that's, a, that, that, that's usually a text I get as we're pulling out of the CNC Mayhem factory is, um, hey, Jeff, have you left yet? And it's, uh, no, still pulling crap out of the trailer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But usually there's a baseline of stuff that I need in the trailer. That baseline is not there. Because you haven't used that trailer for a car for a long time. A long time, yep. Since Pittsburgh. Yeah, it was sometime the end of two years ago-ish, maybe. Whenever we had the when, when your When your wife had to sit in yeah. it when you, and you had to push the... Uh, yeah, the, late, the, the, the last time... Solstice it, was New Hampshire two years ago new hampshire of 19 that when did we bring the the triumph because i did that i've i've that raced spring the of 19 this twice <laughs> and then we Hamsa's had to bring two car. cars and then hops yep. car uh, yeah it's been a while 19 anyway yeah. keep going that was it that was the end of my list uh do we want to go to mental or do we want to go to chris and chrissy let's go to chris let's go to chrissy sure chrissy you're you go okay <laughs> She pointed at me and said, I go, um, final car prep for the Mazda. Cause it's actually strapped into the trailer right now. It's done. Ah, you suck. <laughs> I know. Right. And everything um, is super packed and, sucky uh, suck. yeah. Strap the on only and... thing we have left to pack is food <laughs> and my clothes. And, yeah. Close. And that's it. And we can't pack the food now. Cause it's in a cooler. What is it? Metal? Again, you broken? this sounds exactly on brand because normally as one of you picks me up from the airport and we arrive in front of the CNC Mayhem factory, the trailer is loaded up. We wake up early and I help carry out the cooler to the trailer. This is this not is like yeah. so normal. not every time there is occasionally there's sometimes <laughs> we've had a show or two that Chris has been in the garage. We've been scrambling mm -hmm. a little. Absolutely. So sometimes it happens. Yeah. No, yeah. this is our, we had our stretch goals this time. So anyway, on the Mazda, Eric came up to help and, and he and Chrissy and I worked on the car. Yeah, exhaust is all finished. Swapped the 
MZR intake manifold onto the car. I had to make some stuff work and make some brackets and extend some wires and stuff, but it's all on. Did the last of the gauge senders. Did an alignment, which included slotting the strut towers to get as Ooh. much camber as we could, which I got 2.9. That's that's it. That's all that's I'm going to really get. That's really good. But that's good enough. I'll take it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then loading up, packing, cooking, making wart burgers, bacon, various other delicious things for all y'all. Well, not all y'all, for our team. Sorry, everybody. This is a... Th- Literally last night at two in the morning, I forgot to mention this. This is the the scraps from cutting all of the like toe stickers and stuff for all the cars. Excellent. I was doing that. Just from cutting vinyl. Fantastic. Yeah. Great. So yeah, we have a uh, one registration and two cars. I think this is one of the smarter things we've ever done. I, I think what you said earlier, we made our stretch goals. We really yeah. did. Yep. Yep, we yeah. did. Well, we'll see how both cars handle. Or does it yeah, mean we'll it's going to work out? Nope. We do what we could to, yeah. up till now. Chrissy, Chrissy. go ahead. Okay, I'll, it, mine's quick. Um, I was also helping with the car. I helped Eric uh, work on a manifold swap, injector swap, intake swap, um, and cleaning, various cleaning and all that good stuff. Um, started doing a lot of packing for our pit. Our pit's all packed and ready to go. We packed out of the truck as much as we possibly could, and we've been cooking a ton. So we did all of the cooking that we'd like to have uh, fresh-ish tonight like eggs and potato salad and all that good stuff so uh yeah it's been a busy few days but we are ready to go uh, you Mental. did a lot of time cleaning the trailer too honey like you got I we did. found all the honda bits that we don't need to carry I said, around i was like what is this what i gotta do i got a yeah. lot of bits like, that gotta get except out. ours are all in a in a toolbox in one place yours are in a detritus pile yeah bits we're in the front half Boom. of the yeah. drop, drop a little thesaurus action on you, yeah. detritus. <laughs> uh, but ours was just in the drawer. So I opened every drawer and said, mm, pretty sure this is a, uh, f- a filter, an oil filter, an uh, ECU, uh, injectors, uh, all the Haynes manuals. Like we need it. Like Chris needs a Haynes manual. Come on. Um, but anyway, gotta, I don't manual. know every Chris torque is a Haynes well, Yeah, manual. I was going to say, you need it for then the Then you have spec the chart. Googles. You could literally tear the torque some, spec chart out and some you tracks. Probably could you just stick it to yeah. the right. To the, yeah. Anyway, yeah. So we took all that stuff out. I, I carried armloads of stuff that was no longer needed. And uh, yeah, so I did a little bit of that too. Hard wow. to clean. Mental, what are you Ment- doing? Mental, what are you doing? So I spent a lovely weekend with Mark Francis catering and occasional vintage car racing up at Spring Mountain in Pahrump, Nevada. The dogs were very happy because when I arrived there on Friday night, Vicky was uh, entertaining a relative in town. Uh, they smelled the roasted pig. And of course, everyone was like, oh, my God, your dogs are so cute. Oh, that how big Mark- are their eyes? They go from like normal <laughs> to like yeah. dollar size right there. Because he, he walked over. uh uh, Carl, one of the the chefs slash engineers, walks over with uh, like the the skin, the 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 crispins, oh, as uh, yeah. Kurt would call it. Chicharrones. Rika just, yeah, Rika just sat there trying to be as pleasant as possible, but you could see her butt wiggling on the pavement because she was so excited. He's like, she, 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 <laughs> your I'm dogs like, are yeah, famous just... for this. <laughs> so yeah, they were doing that, and then you know it was the same thing as, uh, man, your dogs are so chill, except for that little one. Man, he barks. But, <laughs> anyway. but he's nice. He's the nicest Chihuahua you will meet. Exactly. He, he is, is the is, nicest Chihuahua. On a Chihuahua scale, wonderful dog. On a dog scale, terrible dog. Eh, okay, fine. <laughs> 
made a second stupid decision that I posted on our Instagram. And uh, I, I believe the best comment was find a more mental or a more picture de- depictive of mental. I'll wait. So I now have two 914s, but it's a good <laughs> omen because what? if you haven't seen today's, if you haven't seen today's blip shift. I did actually. Oh, <laughs> so oh guys, he posted guys, it to the Slack. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I now have two. One, one's a wide body. Uh, and did, did the, Vicky uh, just learn of this right now? No. So I got <laughs> busted. I got busted Friday night because I was cleaning off the trailer because I had to use the wheels of the one nine fourteen because the guy had bought it just for the wheels and gave me the rest of it. So I had to bring my wheels up. And Vicky's like, "Well." Uh, you're, you're taking the RV to the track Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. I'm just going to go ahead and just, I'll take the dogs with me. I'll spend the night. That way you don't have to worry about coming home and you can hang out with your cousin. She goes, Oh, okay. Yeah. What, what do you clean the trailer off for? I, I just, I'm just rearranging some stuff. Oh Why my God. Wait, mental is doing extra work for not a whole lot of reason. Mm. And, and she just goes, you got a fucking another one, didn't you? When you caught in the lie, <laughs> it is best not to continue. Did not lie. Did not lie. Just bobbed and weaved and still got <laughs> yeah, yeah, nailed right on it. Uh, so then that was uh, shuffling all that stuff around. Did get a track the, uh, the Mercedes. And uh, as uh, I was texting Chris all day Saturday, the Mercedes does not like track days in Vegas. Nope. Five laps into a 25-lap session, the transmission goes, nine, I will not allow you to be doing the shifting anymore. I I will not handle the shifting. And then two laps after that, nine, you may not have all of the power. You, you, you are not good. No, no. So I was just cutting all my sessions short. Um, so it it is probably going to lose the four-point harnesses and be retired from track day duty. It is it's capable, but it is not up to sustain stuff. And the fact that well, it was going you're into self-preservation like, mode. In you're like heat. dripping in 914s. Why would you bother? <laughs> yeah, it's the heat. But, it's a problem. Like it used to do plenty of track stuff with us, but a, a yeah, long session in, in desert heat with a 500 horsepower car that, okay. A 4,600 pound, 500 horsepower car. That was, it spent a lot of the day vet hunting. Yeah. You, what? What the? What the? What the? What, how is that possible? <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. Yeah. Air conditioned seats are on. But yeah. It, nice. So that is the best part of it. <laughs> I, I I actually did. My buddy that got me invited to that. I was within a tenth of a second of his C five Z six. Nice. Yep. So nice. it's when it's on, it's on. But when it's had enough, it quits. Nice. So. Cool. And uh, we're going to see you in a couple of days, right? Pretty exciting. Uh, yes. Uh, roughly about the time Jeff will start packing his trailer, I'll be boarding an airplane. True. So, hey, tomorrow night, got a party. Woo. News and notes time. I'm so excited. I'm going to raise it. So long, it feels like a little misty. Uh, this is going to be all over the morning radio, but you heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. Apparently, if you yell at your Tesla, it will respond. We know that it has voice commands, but this is a funny one. Apparently, if you yell, Tesla, open butthole. And by the way, if you're sitting in a Tesla listening to it, and I just triggered that 
You have to tell us. Tesla, open butthole. We if only you do know that, one Tesla owner. If you do that in your Tesla, the door to the charging port, port is supposed to open. There are internet videos to confirm it works. Uh, Craigers, if you're out there, if you're listening, tell us. If not, going to be there this weekend. All right, then we're, we're going to check it out. We're so, Jeff, you can yell open butthole at his so Tesla yourself. I am so excited to yell open butthole right at Craigers' face. Uh, and expect a... to not have fun in the penalty box if you yeah, do that. It's all right. Uh, <laughs> the car's... <laughs> what are the chances we're going to get last? We'll probably be in the penalty and box if I just do, to hang out. Why am I going to get a penalty? Uh, so anyway, a Jalopnik article took this uh, literally as is and annoyed the charging and annoyed that the charging point isn't necessarily the Tesla's butthole because it's kind of on the side. Uh, I don't need to get there. Either way, Tesla sense of humor. You're the best. That's why someday I will own one. Next. Okay. Yamaha Motors has unveiled a new electric motor. The company claims has industry leading power density. Yamaha says the motor is aimed at hyper EV models and quote other offerings in the high output mobility segment, end quote. That means all kinds of fun. Uh, the company says they'll begin accepting orders for commission prototype development now. So since 2020, they've been working on develop accepting orders for prototype electric motors between 50 and 200 horsepower for motorcycles and cars and other stuff. But now they're up in the game. The company says the main feature of this new 469 horsepower electric motor is Ooh. its compact construction that treats the mechanical and electrical components as a single entity, huh. integrating the gearbox and the inverter into one assembly. That's like idea, way too technical. Right. Well, the whole, it's, it's the whole thing's together. Yeah. You just add electrons and an axle. And that's I it. actually understand, which that makes is sense. frightening because I understand exactly what he's saying. Yeah. Uh, so th- the idea is to use multiple motors on a single vehicle. So like you put two of them into an electric sports car and that was 938 horsepower. And then Yamaha showed a skateboard chassis that could incorporate four of them for all wheel drive and 1,877 horsepower. But it's stuff like this, that as this kind of stuff builds into the aftermarket, this is where the home enthusiast can potentially start to do stuff with this. Like if you get an integrated power package where you once you, you make mounts, you add the wires from the electrons of your choice, however you want to do the battery pack thing. And then at the axle, I mean, getting rid of the extra packaging and the inverter and the mm-hmm. gearbox and all that stuff. Like maybe you mount this in the back of a just old rear wheel. 914. 914. Yeah. Or 912. When is someone going to make a, uh, a, a way to integrate an electric motor where a Ford nine inch used to go? Yes. Like, that's awesome. That's yeah. like, think about that kind of stuff. Uh, I know we have people who don't always know exactly what we're talking about because we do technical terms. So I want to just, just, you, do you know what this is? This is jargon giraffe. You said something in jargon. I'm going to make sure you correct it. Uh, by jargon, giraffe, jargon giraffe looks like fantastic shark. No, no, no. Surprisingly. It's a, it's a thing. <laughs> I, I work in student affairs, everybody. If somebody says something you don't understand, you go, oh, uh, Skateboard. By skateboard, you mean a full-size car that is flat, and you could put anything on top of it. it yes, Correct. any body on top. It's you don't mean like jargon giraffe. You don't mean like this is the most amazing skateboard like, ever. Like the thing that I ride and skitch off the back of the bumper. Yeah. This is bumper. not Marty McFly. Yes, this is a the four wheels with drive and propulsion, the, and you put whatever body you want. Volkswagen ID four is a skateboard. It's the same electric car with bodies on top of it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Outstanding. I'm excited for the next story. All right. So Lawrence stole 
father of F1 pilot, is selling Canada's historic Mont Treblant racing circuit. Hazel Southwell over at the drive notes that it is one of the fashion magazine magnets first motorsports purchases. It actually predates the career and I think birth of his Formula One driving son. Hazel explains how he completely revamped and ultimately saved the circuit, which had been abandoned and fallen to complete disrepair. It, however, is doomed. A Canadian judge has ruled that any noise above 55, quote, 55 decibels with deviations up to 58 decibels at the point of reception of natural persons who reside or have resided in the close zone constitute a nuisance which exceeds the tolerance limits, end quote. This violates the original agreement with the track that dates back to the 70s. For scale, a normal human conversation is 58 decibels. Friday night, Jeff and I will have a conversation probably about 75 decibels. So the only thing that was actually allowed to race there last year during the Rona was a Nissan Micra Cup. And they think even that one may have busted the noise limits. And it's a shame because it's a beautiful track, but it is now in a hoity-toity area and it's going to go the way of Lime Rock. And other tracks that don't race on Sundays. At least Lime Rock is still running for now. So Facts. So uh, I've got a new respect for Lawrence Stroll. Still don't like his kid, but hey, you know, good on, good on Str- Lawrence. Stroll. 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 Uh, yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, here's a hot take, and it's 180 degrees from mental. Don't like the Strolls. Not a single one of them. Eh. Okay. okay. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, all right. Moving on. Cameron Nouveau is reporting at Haggerty that Bentley is planning to bring a modified GT3 racers to this year's Pikes Peak which would be awesome, but let the world know we raised the rolls first. And yes, Donnie, we know the difference. The Bentley will be powered by a 4.0 liter turbo V8, uh, the same as the production Continental GT V8. The GT3 car puts down more than 5,500 horsepower and has six-speed sequential gearbox and weighs less less than uh, 2,900 pounds. Labeled as the labeled by the marquee as the most extreme road car based car in its 101 year history, the Continental features a flamboyant aero package of louvers, splitters, diffusers, and the biggest wing ever fitted to a Bentley. Yes, we all know Chris is going to say 550 horsepower. horsepower. Yeah, 550 horsepower. You said 5500. Oh, now we're Sorry. <laughs> Just five five oh. That's like a not much. It's like a like a like a tanker engine. It's one of those ones that runs. Sorry. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh by the way, they think it's the largest wing ever put on a Bentley. Dot 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 by them. They haven't been oh. to like the Bozazuku. <laughs> I don't think Boza, I don't think Bozazuku does Bentleys. Yeah, I'm no. sure somebody did. It's true. All right, I got a late edition. Harbor Freight <gasps> has just released a 24 karat gold plated icon ratchet. Oh, oh I want to say something. This is the same <laughs> ratchet I have. I want to say something. Gold. Jeff. You're about a week late. Thank you to the tool bear who told me this about a week ago. Not only has, did he get it, he showed it. It was real. It was fantastic. It was released on April 1st. I searched all over South Jersey because I was going to buy all of us one. They're only like Aww. 70 Pen- bucks. Pensaken has it right now. Oh my God. Why <laughs> did you tell me that? I got to go. <laughs> Pensaken has it right now. And they're 60. 
Yes. Um, and I will say the some of the 16. reviews online. I'm no. reading the oh. reviews. They're amazing. It's, it's, it's $59.99, Jeff. Oh, okay. And here's the first review that I see. Match, <laughs> matches my gold tooth is the title. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I only use the finest things this world has to offer, and this is my ratchet of choice. Anything else would give poor people a false sense of me being lowered to their level when clearly this is not the case. They're so funny. <laughs> That's exactly where I went right to. It's yep. pretty good. So Pensock and Jeff in stock. There you go. Damn it. I I'm wanted so to be busy in that, I wanted I wanted to be in that pitch meeting where the guy says, We're gonna sell a gold plated uh ratchet and, and like the one the one new person goes, You know we're harbor freight, right? <laughs> and someone else an goes, icon. Yeah, yeah. And someone else goes, No, no, no. Trust me, our customers are gonna laugh and buy these now oh you God. should know that this has been done by other tool companies uh snap-on has done gold ratchets uh, uh i believe sears mac a lot of the major companies have done gold ratchets they're usually a very limited number and the gold is on there but it's a regular ratchet underneath so a lot of people have used them and say they're they're great they just kind of you know eventually <laughs> the gold the wears off this is the same 92 3 drive one that I have that I think is excellent. But that's what all the reviews are saying. They're like, this is inexpensive and it's gold and it's amazing. That's what they're all saying. Wrenching like a boss. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Everyone will respect you at work while you uh, and get you a free sparking spot. Make your $20 look like a hundred or $20 toolbox. And whatever yeah anyway it's very funny i like it okay anyway let's move awesome. on you get one or maybe we need some for christmas presents uh, i know because i'm posting link in the show notes to the tool review and the harbor freight ratchet and uh, you know what i'll say if uh if 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 they showed up at the judge's table I, i'll just bump you down a class you know you, why is, why is, oh, why is, damn why it's is, thrown out why, there <laughs> Oh, you're going to play. Oh, shoot. why is Betty? Why is Bedley, Betty suddenly leading C? Oh, I got these three gold plated ratchets. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Whoever listens, maybe don't, know. don't do that. I am not going to we will get in so much trouble. I will be races. fired. Champ cars having their championship at road America. In it's April. Yes. Like, in April. Wh why are they doing a championship? They always in do April. it like after the year is when they schedule their championship race. And then there was some Rona stuff. And then, you know, probably. Mm -hmm. okay. All right. uh, there'll be 60 cars there. 13 of them are going to be BMWs. Uh, nine, okay, nine Miatas, uh, nine Hondas, three Porsches, and 18 of the teams are vying for a national title in April. Good luck. 24 hours of lemons and your favorite podcast are headed to pit race or i'm sorry pits race he's looking it's like nelson's he's ledges yeah <laughs> so we're going to be at pit race by the numbers actually now when i when i originally typed this it was 99 cars they're down to 98 cars well 15, I, it was originally 100 and i you told me the one oh, was out i'm sorry so okay so it is 90, 99 cars 15 bmws Boring. Boring. Sorry, Jeff is showing the Tool Bear review of the Gold Harbor Freight Ratchet. Wait, I didn't think Tool Bear was an actual bear. There's a bear. You, this is a little bears, bear, yeah. Chrissy. Yeah. Not little bears. Jeff watches little, bear. little bears. 
Anyway, I almost met him at SEMA. I'm very excited. Keep going. I'm sorry. Oh, All right. Momentum, stop. 99 cars, 15 boring BMWs, Yattas, nine Hondas, four Porsches, a bunch of old moat bars, a Simca 1204, the yeah! Plymouth Ford, a 76 Dodge Aspen, a 74 Plymouth Grand Fury, the 47 Plymouth Deluxe, a 78 Cordoba. 82 Omni, along with a Chevy Blazer and 09 Charger, Cadillac Eldorado Touring Coupe, which is our second one of this year. It's the awesome. The Yes, the etc. And two Mercury Grand Marquis. And this wasn't typed, or this wasn't my words. It was typed for me, but it is absolutely correct when I say, damn. Yeah. I, I early vote here. The race-specific trophy is for the best of the group of old Mopars. Because that is a quite a disparate group, but they're all awesome. Yes. And we've seen that Aspen before. It's the one that's powered by an Ecotech, which is even better. Yeah. yeah. They're all good. Uh, and- I think the ETC we've seen before, too, it showed up with all of the interior still in it. That was an STS. Oh, that was an STS. Oh. Yeah, an STS. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, I will say my favorite team name. This is a new team name this year. Unsuccessfully coping with the engineered futility of General Motors small block oiling systems. <laughs> That is their team name. (laughs) Oh, that is wonderful. Yes. So we are still looking forward to seeing everybody stop by and grab an E1R sticker or two. I got a whole stack of them. That'd be great. All righty. More to come on that later. Absolutely. That's our show Results. 8ER was just at pit race. Saturday's race had Ruben Performance winning with AF Racing on the same lap. 53 seconds apart. Third place went to proper performance. All really carefully crafted team names there. Well done. Um, 12 cars DNF'd. 12. They didn't have that. Well, how many did they have to start with? That's like half the field. It was only like 30 or 40. I yeah. Think. Yeah. Yeah. Remember, we were joking last week. It's like a tr- that it's, we have more people in an HPD2 group than they had in their track. Anyway. With 12 fewer, that's a shame. Sunday was won by the only people left. Again, it was those random vandals and AF racing again. Uh, then Z3 four banger in third. SJS was 22nd on Saturday and last on Sunday and 25th. Wah, wah. Sorry, guys. Uh, Champ Car ran their RVA graphics. Oh, my! sorry. My page just literally went out of the way there. Hold on a second. That was 59 decibels for reference, folks, just so you know. Well, we we'll find out. On, I found it. Tomorrow, monitor? tomorrow Dave car. will tell us yes, if exactly. Jeff is still louder than everyone else or not. Oh, and we I'm can sorry. Adjust. But you don't, sound, you don't sound as loud this week as you did no, last no. week. Like last I, week, we were saying, turn the mic down. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm on my other computer tonight. So that's why I tell me. The one that uh, was Ch- busted. Yes, the one that was busted. Champ Car ran their RVA graphics and wraps Daytona Beach 14 hours at Daytona. First team was... First was Team Infinity's 94J30. Two laps back was Team London's Boring E34. And a mere two seconds back was the Rockwell's Boxster. Daring Greatly Racing, the first team with a good name in their Cadillac CTS, finished 58th. Fat Cracks Honda was 63rd. Show friend Lester Epps took his second class win of the season with the John Player Special Mini Cooper. And they there was then there was literally then it was whew, sorry. And then was literally at work early Monday morning morning after a four-hour flight delay to get home. So race all weekend, sell on Monday. 
<laughs> I don't know what he does for a living. Do we know what he does for a living? Yeah, he he works in a uh, machine shop. They uh, he does some high end CNC style stuff. Okay, race on Sunday, machine stuff on. Mon- I don't know. Go on. Tuesday, because you took off Monday. Duh. Okay. Uh, WRL was at Mid Ohio. The further for their sold out event on Saturday. Top three all finished within this on the same lap, which is amazing. WGW uh, brought home the win. Back just nine point four seconds was Choice Racing, and then twenty seconds behind them was Hammer Motorsports. Uh, it was another nail biter on Sunday with the. Uh, excuse me. Uh, with another nail biter with the winning being Hammer Motorsports, tons of gas, one lap back, and then on the same lap of them was third place WTW Racing. Also, W2W uh, came in. There, all three of their t- car t- cars came in third, fourth, and fifth. That, so that's super fun. That's super awesome. Fun. I don't know where the last one was because I couldn't find. I it. don't either. Sorry, we didn't have the team NATO on that way. That's fine. Listen, our feedback. Wow, that was scary. Okay. Hey, uh, <laughs> Erling Lang, let us know Spotify's finally allowing him to find our show. Fantastic. Yay. Nice. I was so very going back a little that, bit. Oh, go on. Not finished, Jeff. No, I was going to say, I was very concerned that it was an only an international Spotify problem because I was seeing it in America. So good job, Erling. Huh. Okay. All right. Going back a little, we asked you, the listeners, what your favorite and least favorite tool was. You know, and if the Harbor Freight Gold Ratchet had been out sooner, we would have had it. it Maybe so. Easily, easily would have been everyone's favorite. Uh, So Brian M. from We Like to Tune Here, Hack Factory said, hey, our favorite tool is a toss-up between a two-post lift and the snap-on air hammer lovingly named Steely Dan. If Steely Dan can't get something removed, it probably shouldn't come off. Well is done, his Brad. team name now We Like the Tuna Here Hack Factory? Or is he like no, referring to a location? <laughs> it's their hat. It's that a location. The, yeah. It's a location. Okay. Like, the CNC, awesome. like the CNC Mayhem Factory. Just yeah. checking because that would be actually a pretty good team title. Just saying. Uh, hack Al, Factory. Yeah. yeah. Al J said, my least favorite tool is the bolt extractor set. Doesn't matter what kind because none of them ever work. And even if they do, it means you've already effed up. There's nothing fun about removing broken bolts and studs. Favorite tool is the half inch extendable handle ratchet, including a link to the Harbor Freight website. Uh, If it's the one that is... He said it's the half inch. I have it's the one, the that's one a, that we have. Yeah, I have the quarter inch and the three eighths one on that's double headed. I love that one. Yeah, but it's not extendable hand. It is. Hand. It is. It is. Oh, yeah. Oh. Right. I was, that's, I've been using that the, one. Like if it doesn't work the first time, you go to the I wasn't asking setting and you extend it. <laughs> <laughs> I have a I have an extendable snap on that was in the back of one of my junk cars that I actually do really nice. enjoy. Excellent. And it, it's it's exactly like Chris said. Okay. I was being polite. Now I'm done. <laughs> On YouTube, Tyler S said, honestly, the angle grinder might be my least favorite tool. It's really you useful. Already. Right? Oh, for what it does, but it usually means I'm doing something annoying or I'm welding or I need to spend two hours grinding for every hour of welding. And it just feels like I'm going, it's going nowhere. My favorite is between drill press, uh, the Rockwell. Oh, I'm sure it sounds, oh, it's actually, so the Rockwell Delta Homecraft from the late forties, early fifties. Oh, um, and my top tap collection. For some reason, I just enjoy tapping holes. Tyler enjoys tapping it. 
News at 11. <laughs> also Actually, on the tube. Good. I was just going to say, I respect you, Tyler. I was only kidding. Also on the tube, Michael K. added that he is looking forward to meeting all of us at Pitt. We have already disappointed mental at Gingerman, so looking forward to the same at Pitt. Uh, for reference, this is these are the guys with the 47 or 48, whatever, the Plymouth. They actually are a great, cool crew. So if you're at Pitt, be socially responsible, have your mask on, but go check out the car. They're a great bunch of folks, and that car is hilarious. Hilarious. All right, so on the YouTubes from our last show, we had some disappointment about the recipes that were, were or were not provided. So Andrew Pullman said, if there isn't a recipe for the mythical mom cookies, I'll be upset. Oops, we didn't have that. Uh, <laughs> he was, he said, then he said later, I was disappointed. But then he gave a top tip. If you have an obscure car, become friends on the Facebook owners group with people remotely near the racetrack. We oh. had an A-arm ball joint nut back out of the love seven hours in 20, in, into a 24-hour race and tear the right front apart. Quick shout out on the Facebook, got us parts we didn't have. 500 miles and nine hours later, we're back on track for the checkered flag. I'd like to mention that he thinks a close part for a Chevy Love is like 250 and four hours away. Because it, they have 500, never mind. That's California. There were no closer parts. Yeah, Yeah. close is a relative concept. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, it, I, I feel like this is very similar to the story that Eric Peterson told when he was on our show with the dead pedal, uh, uh, right. Maserati yeah. is yeah. He, turbo. Like they found one at a farm. Yeah. The bike turbo, which uh, he invited all of us, but only I'm taking up on his, uh, his invitation to race that in Oklahoma next month. So I am eagerly looking forward to that. Yeah, can't get to Oklahoma next month. It's not because of your Italian car. Cause I would be there in a heartbeat if I could. Yep. <laughs> so apparently we have a hard time remembering who wins the UNR races. So, Hey, sorry to those who we skip and who we give credit to inappropriately. Like, Apparently, Al Jones and Randy sound similar on the you know, garbled Discord. <laughs> so I got them mixed up. Al Jones won last time. Randy wasn't there. He's, Randy's not that good to win when he's not there. See, I can't. Sometimes yeah. I can't tell the difference between Ron and Corey. Hmm. I've called yeah. Ron Corey. Uh, anyway. it, Ron's got a, you both. Like a little bit, little bit, yeah, deeper of a voice. But you've got to be paying attention to it. And uh, Randy was with us last, or he was with us this past Monday, which was awesome. Yes. But you know what was even more awesomer? The final race in the Lemons iRacing season was amazeballs. The season ender at Mid-Ohio, no pedal, no wheel, which was cool. But the newest favorite, most amazing kind of racing is the roller derby. Uh, it is so great. Oh, it's my so God. Great. It was so amazing. <laughs> uh, even though we're back at Meat Space, the Lemon Staff, and particularly Nate Levine and the Bearded Sim Racer, they've really created a separate but equally fun racing series. This race was amazing. I can't even explain it. It's roller derby. I don't have time because we're back to real racing. But the lead literally it on changed the tube. five times in the last like lap. Uh, it, it was so awesome to watch. We were so enjoying the racing. We actually talked about the racing. Chris and Christy, did you go to bed early? Did you see the end of it? No, no, no. You have got to go. Everybody who can hear me right now, go watch this on YouTube. It was amazing. And we may have screwed uh, Uncle Dave out of the win. Well, there were Uncle like David six Aaron. commentators. Yeah. So we said, we don't need us anymore. Yeah, yeah, No, no, you you have to go watch it, but we totally okay. might have screwed Uncle Dave out of the wind. It He'll was. Right. It's fantastic. It is. Yeah, that was great. 
You know who right. never screws Uncle Dave out of the win? Oh, never mind. I'm jumping. I'm sorry. We'll come <laughs> it's back. okay. We can say we'll hi to Chrissy's mom yeah, anytime fine. we want to. Hi, Chrissy's that was mom. A fine it's true. segue. <laughs> <laughs> so we went to VIR on Monday for it for for to run because we showed up at the uh, at the Sunday night race and it's supposed to be mid Ohio, right? And guess where we started? VIR. So we said, well, what the hell? But we like VIR, so we went to we VIR because VIR there is go. great. Uh, so we set it up an all B class car to start for some closer racing. Anybody remember who won that one? I was giga blasting. <clears throat> I literally threw my headset across the room. I got frustrated. I, I undid a bunch of, and I have no idea. That's yeah, Chris I think I started weeks, 15th and finished 15th. Yeah, I was about with you mental. Um, hey, second race though, we had the, the F3, the Riley Daytona, the radical, uh, GT3 cars. And apparently no one likes a Lambo anymore. They drove it once and said, Nope, no good. <clears throat> and the Holden, and I believe Jay Becker won that in an F3 and the, but the gap between the F3s and the Riley's, which, you know, see those racing against each other very often, apparently yeah. about three seconds at the pointy end. So pretty close. The Riley's are amazing. Yeah, that was it. That was just also just another good fun race. Yeah. <clears throat> Main topic time. You made Jeff hold his breath for a little while. I did. I, I, was, like I was trying to come up with another reason to, to see if he could. <gasps> yeah. It's Damn okay. It. I'm good at it. Uh, so here it is. It is race time. We are so excited. Uh, we've reached our stretch goals. We are bringing two moderately unproven. Well, one moderately two brand new cars to a race we only have one registered more <laughs> about what happens to us next week but we're going to do some predictions and we're going to talk about one of our favorite tracks on the east and that is pittsburgh international race way complex race complex called, no, called po- complex race complex they've got a great go-kart track in wampum pennsylvania yeah. nowhere we near also pittsburgh. we really might need to consider a uh, 3 p.m track session on the cart track friday night yes 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 uh so it would appear that is going to be on on a level that is equivalent to that of donkey kong garage heroes also they can come in because they do a lot of carding so if you're out there great so what do we want to talk about should we talk about the track outside the track real quick i'll just do this kind of you know um, if you've never been there this place has a great paddock it is giant it is ginormous it is multiple levels the 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 they're kind of spread out a little so you don't feel like you're on top of each other you don't have to park in the grass and then they cut it in half and they say "Yeah, yeah this entire section you can't park there all right. So they uh, typically have an autocross. They had a they had a uh, a drift event. I, was it two years ago or last year? I can't remember. Something like that. Yeah. One Something of the like times that. we've been there. So so basically this giant black lake, it's beautiful. They could fit like two different lemons events in the same thing. And and literally we get kind of cramped into one side. And, I and there's a lower parking lot, too. And there's a lower parking so lot like and the, then a lower you, parking lot and then a lower, lower turn parking left, lot. Left, you can go like on the turn three four five around yeah, we usually there. don't use that one much but yeah well i did at the track day remember because i showed up late and i had to be like yeah. way the hell out there so yeah so it's not the easiest place to get into and get around because because they cut it in half there ends up being like dead end alleys so like don't take your hauler down a 
until you know exactly where you're going. Read the map. Know where the power spots are. All the power spots are reserved. So if you have not reserved a power spot, you do not get to park in a power spot. Uh, that that's kind of important. Uh, nobody wants I to. Think there are only like eight of them too. Yeah, so. there's very few. So hopefully, if you didn't reserve a power spot, your generator is on point because you're going to be using it all weekend. Um, mm. There's decent bathrooms, I think. I don't know if that's in my section or in somebody else's section, um, but there's nice hot showers and decent bathrooms and hot water in in uh, the paddock there. And then there's like like there's there's all the rabble down here. And then up the hill, there's like the, 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 the proletariat gets to like look down at, or sorry, the bourgeoisie gets to look down at all of us proles at the bottom. And I think there's like eight garage spots up there. Hey, there's eight at the top and there's six, there's six in the bottom. Yeah. Which is where we were two years ago, which is where BS and judging and HQ is all at the the green roofed building with like what's white, kind of right in the middle of the paddock almost. It's not the brown one that's on the track. That's the classroom. That's the classroom and the timing scoring and stuff like that. It's the the garage that has eight garages, but Lemons is taking a few of them. So, but yeah. there's also bathrooms in that building too. Yes, yes, that's right in the middle, and that's closer to the carting track and the the track shop and the 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 barbecue stand which is fantastic so you want to be down there anyway that's where the fun is yeah and the the brown garages at the top of the hill that's also there's an event center above that but there's also bathrooms in that building too oh i forgot there are bathrooms up there but i didn't Mm -hmm. know that they're under the stairs uh Yes. Really important, though, is digital waivers. There are digital waivers for lemons. You need to sign that before you get to the track. Uh, no, those are digital waivers for pit race. Oh, I thought they were lemons digital waivers. No, pit uh, races. Pit race no, the email comes back as beaver racing or something okay well whatever because i had to sign one too there is there is digital waivers for pit to sign all the damn waivers go to the look at the clock know that you the that lemons will not let you in after 10 o'clock there's read the nick pawn writes that gosh darn email read it know what the rules are that's all we need to talk about let's get to the track well when you're getting there you take that left turn off the main-ish road, just north of the turnpike, and drive into what seems like a residential neighborhood. Mm-hmm. A yeah. sketchy, then, sketchy yeah, residential yeah, yeah. neighborhood. And then you drive, right, then you drive through the woods yes. a bit. Yeah. And then all of a sudden there's a fence, and you, there's a spot through the fence. And then you keep driving around this fence for a while. Eventually you get to the guard shack where you stop. Yes, there person. is a sign right before you turn into the residential road that says pit way pit race this way. So there is, yeah. it does identify yeah. that you don't have, to, it, it will tell it's you to turn this on. Big. <laughs> it's a little bigger than that, but it does it's, identify that there, there's something there. It's on the opposite side of the road of the road you're taking. So like if you're coming north from the turnpike, you're taking a left, but the sign is going to be on your right. Yeah. Uh, so go to the guard, but fo- keep following the windy road until you get to the guard shack there you will say your name because you signed a digital waiver already, right? And then you can sign that. That gets you your track into the track. Then you sign the lemons waiver and get your wristband. Yep, and yep. then you keep going. Anyway, mental. But but I didn't listen to your podcast until Thursday morning and I'm already on my way to the track. What do I do Open about this digital waiver? Sign it. My gosh, what a brilliant solution. You know what you should not do? Show up at the guard shack going, I don't know about a digital waiver. What am I supposed to do now? 
He sounded like Rocky from Rocky and Bullwinkle. Or Bullwinkle yeah. from Bull- Rocky and Bullwinkle. Facts. Because that's how you're going to sound when there's four RVs behind you and they all did it right. And you're like, Ew. watch all me right. pull a rabbit out of my hat. Go on. I'm sorry. Mental, tell us some, uh, tell what, what are some other <laughs> things that we should be doing from an official staffer? Sure. This is this is great advice for the rest of your existence. There are rules that pit race has. There are rules that lemons has. There's some overlap. And then there is some diverture. Both of these rules exist for reasons you may not understand, agree with, or care about the reasons. Don't care. Don't be a dick. Just, just don't be a dick. All right. If you screw something up, apologize, go fix that thing. Don't sit there and argue. There are 10 other race teams waiting in line behind you, trying to get through that did their stuff right, or that they've got to come up and argue. Just do your thing. Get out of the way. Testing day. Lemons is not running the testing day. So that will be handled by pit race. You will pay them the money. They will give you their armband. If they have a required tech inspection, they will perform said tech inspection. Chris. That is pre-reg only. There is no walk-ups for this. It is also a rather crappy testing day in that we share it with non-lemons people and there are specific sessions. And so you get less time, less flexibility for no discount. Fact. There you go. But you, you have know, to pre-reg. You know who doesn't want to hear about it? How crappy that testing day is? Anyone wearing an orange shirt that says lemon staff. Sorry. Uh, as he said, tomorrow, as you're listening to this, it's Thursday. Sign up ahead of time. If you're interested in doing that testing day, do not come and complain about it. All right. The testing day will get you onto the track at any time. So if you have pre-signed up for that testing day, you can get a lemons wristband. If you show up at said guard shack after 10 o'clock and you are not doing the testing day, you will put your RV, your truck, your car, your vehicle in park. And there you shall sit on that winding road through the residential area until 6 a.m. the next day. Out of everyone else's way, please. Out of everyone else's Yeah, pull off to the side. This is not my problem. You didn't get there before 10. Do not argue with the gate shack. Do not send Nick an email. Do not go on the Facebook page and complain. You knew it was coming. They sent out the emails. All right. And and genuinely, 95% of the people, they're totally cool with that. Showed up at NOLA. There was like four RVs. They're like, oh, that was great. We knew we weren't going to make it here until after 10. All right. So that's the testing day. Now, how can if, but if I'm on the test day list, how can I get a wristband? Because Friday, the waiver, the, the liability inside the paddock for the testing day is assumed by pit race. If you were just there for lemons and you have not signed a lemons waiver, we can't let you in the paddock because you fall under our insurance and we're not playing that game. I'm beating this dead horse. Let's talk about bribes. So it's me, Curtin Craigers. Mostly Curtin Craigers is going to be doing the judging. I'll be doing some ancillary stuff. Everyone knows I like tequila. Good case of claws is never the wrong way to go. And I got a text just this today from Florida man, Donnie, because White Claw has iced tea. Ooh, now. I would drink yes. that. Bring yes. me a five pack. So Donnie will be coming down with Amanda and he's bringing some White Claw iced tea. So anything that's shareable, that's delightful. Uh, things we don't like, prepackaged store-bought cookies. Kurt and Craigers love themselves some good scotch. So that's what they're going to want. And then we got one. It was a, a guy that used to do musical events and shows, and he has all this free guitar stuff like picks and all kinds of collectible stuff, things like that, that is going to be distributed and help people create art. These are wonderful bribes. Absolutely. Things that encourage a community are fantastic bribes. 
We beat the show. You got to be there before 10 or after 6 a.m. the next day. And then finally, folks, I get it. We're all getting our shots. We're all recovering out of this. I don't know what Pennsylvania's rules are with masks. I know what the the governor here, but you're going to be in the lemons paddock. If you wander outside of your group of people, just put on your mask. It's been wonderful all season. I got zero pushback at NOLA. I got zero pushback at Sonoma. Sign somebody, they would walk out of their paddock and be like, hey, bro, you need a mask. They would all go, oh, sorry. And they would go back and get it. This would be a wonderful trend if we could continue that. If you've got a conspiracy for a year now, you know, like this is not new. If you've got a conspiracy theory about how it's all a plant from, uh, you know, Bill Gates and all those guys, let me get about six claws into after the track goes cold and then come and share that with me. But in the meantime, just wear your mask. <laughs> all right good uh i'm gonna talk about facilities uh jeff talked a little bit about it already but i will talk a little bit more about it uh where are the bathrooms so, so the bathrooms we kind of talked a little bit about them but we'll go over it um the first one that is closest to the gate is over near the carting track so if you when you look at a map uh go to the carting track it is in a row of garages it's at the very end uh, it is a very nice bathroom there are it's not very big but it is usually not well used or not uh very popular so if you are gentlemen looking for a shower at a popular shower time i would take a cart or a truck or a scooty over to that one because that's going to where you're going to find uh less lines Top tip. We are usually that place all the time. Like NASA weekends are always down there because no yeah. one's ever there. Park on the side. It's not too far from everything, but uh, worth a trip over to there. It's really far. If you are down the the strip near the track, it's really far. It's on the opposite end of the, the places where you're usually going to go. Go ahead, Mental. I see. Best time to grab a shower in those facilities? Green flag. Sure. Yeah. Or, or midday or, uh, not 5 PM. So 3 AM <laughs> is also probably a fine time. Um, everybody probably won't be very sober then, but that's okay. Uh, there is also a, a set of restrooms, as we said, in the top set of garages, they, there is one set that I know that's usually open right at this, at the stair, at the edges of the stairs, one on each side. There probably are more in the event center, but they're probably locked off or, and, or you're going to get, it's going to be frowned upon if you go up there. Um, but I'm pretty sure there are some in the back towards the classrooms um there's also as we said there's one set in the middle right uh in the general population of everything so uh they're going to be probably pretty well used but uh, they're pretty big they're pretty big as well and they also do have showers in them so um if they're if that's the closest one to you, I would, you you're welcome to use them i think that's it they may have porta potties uh especially down the row of um, uh, you know, down the row that is uh, that, parallel to the track, uh, track out or track in. Um, so yeah, so that's where all of the bathrooms are. Uh, as we said, really good facility, very nice place. Everything's well, pretty well kept up. I think they usually pre keep uh, pretty good on the um, uh, what do you call it on the trash. Like I think most times they're they're usually emptying the trash. Not the best, but not the worst. And um, usually there's AC in the classroom and, you know, everything. The, re- the, the place is, is very nice. All the buildings are very nice. Uh, track food. It's I think it's questionable. You mentioned that there was barbecue. I, I don't know that that barbecue cart is always there. So I don't know what kind of track food is is actually on site. Um, so, I'm, I'm... I think it's always there. It's not always open. Fine. So, yeah, yeah they've so... been there every time we've been there. 
Okay. Well, it's been a long time since we've been there multiple times with other groups. So I wasn't sure if it just lives there and is open all the time. So there may be a very good barbecue place. That's a a barbecue cart and they have wonderful nachos and loaded fries and sandwiches, but they may not be open. Uh, right uh and that's it so if you are relying on track food i would not rely on track food bring your own track food um i know parties are are not uh they're frowned upon at this point but uh usually there's typically there are people that make a lot of food so there might be some food that you can probably find find from your friends but i would just assume that you should bring your own track food so let's talk about stuff around the track um as we mentioned you're going to come in this road that has uh, a couple kind of dilapidated hotels um some kind yeah, of basically there's some sketchiness going on in those it's really else. not she's being generous with the word i am i am <laughs> trying to be nice uh so this is you know it's it's kind of typical part outskirts of of a large city uh specifically a coal town that is pittsburgh um there steel, is steel a, town steel town excuse me uh so there is one uh gas station that is a fine place to, to go there is ice there it's fairly small. I kind of uh, like the place, but, but yeah. it's yes, it's it's very welcoming. Uh, you can play Kino, so in case you want to do that, um, lots yeah. of ice. <laughs> they always sell you ice, right? But they have gas and they have ice, so it's a fine place to to go. I would not assume there are maybe one or two restaurants, but I would not assume that any of those places are ones that you want to go. So that's mm-hmm. what's. God. You got to get further away than that. Yeah, right. Like, that's what. There's a, there's a town called Elwood that's east, and then there's a town oh. called Beaver, Beaver Falls at the south. And here's a top tip I got from someone at work: is if you're in Beaver Falls, there's a place called Odar's Donut Shop. Ooh, that is on the main road in Beaver Falls, and it's they say it's a local institution. And when I looked oh. it up on Google Maps, it had 4.9 star review of almost a thousand reviews it's still average out to 4.9 stars do we know the distance from the track 12 minutes oh uh we need to figure out where where all the everybody is staying (laughs) staying outside (laughs) for those that are staying outside of um the track at hotels we should find out how far it is from people because we stayed outside wherever we stayed um for that one track day um in a hotel that was pretty nice and pretty far out and had plenty of stuff around and if you're going, if, if you're like Donnie and going to the Sheets that is just south of the Turnpike on your way to Beaver Falls to get gas and various other sundries that you like from Sheets. Schmuffins. Yep. The, uh, the, Odar, the donut shop Schmiggles. is not too much farther than if you're already at Sheets. So now can we <laughs> trust Donnie with the task of getting us donuts? I think Donnie would be better than average at selecting the proper donuts. I think so too, but I think it'd show up and there'd be like 11. Well, you get it right. Ten. This is why my favorite denomination of beer to receive as a gift is a five pack. I understand. <laughs> it's inherently social. It's it's yeah. it's it's brilliant in its execution. I, I wanted to ask. Uh, I got distracted. We had a slight dog situation. Um, doesn't that little cozy gas station across across from the track also have like biscuits or something? Yes, they have some kind of prepared food. Yeah. Counter quasi quasi locally. Like somebody makes it and drops it off to like four or five different gas stations. I remember it not being awful. Okay. I did not know that because every every time I go in, I get either nothing and go to the bathroom or ice. So that's why I've been in there. Uh, It is not the worst. And if they have a lovely breakfast, then that's great too. 
but anyway, the long and short of it is don't assume that you're going to leave the track and just go get something quick. Um, there is a pizza place, but I have no idea. I, it's kind of a podunk pizza place. So, and they have like bankers, bankers hours because it's open like seven hours a week. Yeah. Every time we drove by, it was always closed. It, it doesn't matter. There's no good pizza west of the Susquehanna River. <laughs> and there's like no Hardee's, no McDonald's, none of that stuff. It's no. all like, like, no. like, like no. 40 minutes away. Yeah. yeah. There is a Dollar General there too. Uh, but anyway, uh, not good. This is what I'm telling you. It's like, it, don't assume that you're going to leave the track and just be like, yeah, I'm just going to go get something because there's nothing out there. Anyway, let's keep moving. Fuel in the hot pits. Uh, you need to bring a cart because wherever you're coming from is chances are you're going to be coming from pretty far away. So it's not something like, let me just lug these jugs over there. It is uh, get a cart, get something at, or borrow one from a friend because you're going to need it. Uh, and the track pumps are far away. So if you are planning on trying to win, you will not be able to go to the, to the, um, the track pumps. They are near carting. So they are, um, behind the bathrooms, behind the RVs over near, yeah, it's over near carting. It's far away. Yeah. Um, and then there's this gas station that I was talking about. It's pretty so. close to the rope of death. Do not cross this rope. The rope or you will be death. near the auto crossing, whatever, or whatever is going on there. Okay. So hopefully we've covered everything that's going on in the facilities. I think it's a pretty good wrap up. Yeah. Now it's time I'll for track, track walk. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, so I'll, I'll get us started here. Um, you guys, please interject if you have any uh, interesting words of wisdom or stories of things you've done poorly here so everyone can learn from our mistakes because that's how we roll. Um, so the, the main straight is right along where the paddock where we used to. It's about a quarter mile long. And turn one is a left-hand turn. Uh, it's kind of a medium radius turn here, but it's also incredibly deceiving. When you so there's a little bump at the end of the straight, like you go down and then back up. And when you're kind of cresting the hill is right where you should, really should be hard on the brakes for one, if you need to brake. Some cars that are very slow, like the Simca, not need to brake here. But you know, most cars need to brake a little bit here. But when it it you come up over this hill at like the one marker on the braking thing and you think, oh man, I'm not going to make it. But a lot of it's a kind of a trick of the angles of the track and of the hill. You can carry a lot more speed through one than you think because there's all the room in the world to track out to the right. Uh, for those so of you watching in, uh, there we go. For those of you watching on the YouTube, we're going to pull up a track map. Oh, oh, I've got a better one, Jeff. There we go. Oh, okay. Let me pull up a better one. Pull up a better one. Uh, Chrissy, while they're while they're working out who's sharing what, will you be bringing your track map that you drew? I can. It's right next to my desk. It's on the other side of the wall that Chris can see. Great, Chris, you have permission to share. We are going. Great. We are going to try, but we have not had much luck with, uh, just for various safety reasons, being able to do an old school track walk at pit race. Uh, Should we not be able to do that? I think Chris and Chrissy and Jeff have all got like three HPDEs there. You guys have raced there a bunch of times. Uh, and if you have questions about a corner, usually you guys, if you're not elbows deep in, I don't know, like a recently broken built Z, I don't V8 swapped Z, broken Z, uh, you guys were, and I actually remember when Chrissy gave us a virtual track walk using her map three years ago, that helped me immensely. Cool. Okay, so turn one. There's a huge amount of track out on turn one. So if, as long as you can make it to your apex of one on the gas, because you've got all the room in the world to wash out a little bit there. And even if you screw it up, there's actually kind of a little escape road thing there too. So um, 
once a turn, you can push it in way more than you think you can. Yep. So, uh, I go- learned that in mm-hmm. the 1.6 Miata, I don't even need to break in one. <laughs> Maybe a little lift. That's about a it. little lift just to transfer the weight where it needs to be. And let me tell you, I visually, I did not think it was as wide as it was. I did not think it was as, as you could take it as fast as you could. Yep. So there's a little straight there that starts to go uphill toward two. Be mindful of the blend line on your left here between one and two. Don't cross the blend line. Who knows what kind of janky ass Mopar is going to be coming out of that paddock a hundred times. <laughs> Broken so, Z. Watch out for the blend line because it is tempting to cut it because you're going to be apexing right around the end of the blend line is usually the apex because then you're setting yourself up to go over the hill that is turn two. So, cause, but if you, if you apex the end of the blend line, you'll pop out over the hill of turn two in exactly the right spot. Cause then, then there is a 1500 foot straight after that hill that's downhill. So you'll be moving by the time you get to the bottom of that straight where you enter a pretty tight complex where you've got, um, you know, a tight a left and right hand corner. So you're, I usually try to break around the three marker that usually gives me plenty of room to break it down. Depends on the car, <clears throat> but uh, you'll need to get <clears throat> turned for a late apex in three and no track out. You do not track out at three. You stay on the left-hand side. There's also a nice flag station right here to watch because and once you turn over four, you're going down a hill and you cannot really see what's around corner four at all. So keep an eye on that flag station at three. That's all. And this is a brilliant map. If you are interested, check this out on the YouTube because it's got the elevations. But just before you enter into turn three is the peak of that hill. And it's about a 20-foot rise as you're, 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 you're coming up it. So you get full suspension compression right up until the time you go to turn in. And then you no longer have suspension. So it, that one always felt a little more sketchy than I, I thought it would going into it. Am yeah. I, between, am I on, on the right track on that five, one? You're losing you know, 80 feet. Between three yeah. and five. Um, so this, after you come on three, probably you... one of the best elevation change tracks that we have that we run at yeah. least. In mm-hmm. There's over a hundred feet total between yeah. high and low spots on the track, and it goes up and down and up and down and up and down. Um, all right, so out of three, you do not track out. Your track out is your apex on the left hand side, so that you can set yourself up for four and the little straight that comes after four. So four, you take like a normal corner, except it is off camber and partially blind. So be careful because it is really easy to wash out hard to the left and four if you're not paying attention. So um, mind mind the off camber. And then you've got a nice little straight coming out of four. You don't really, you you track out, but then, you know, you're coming down the hill and the road bends a little to the left. You don't want to go to the right too far, but you don't want to stay all the way to left. I usually come out kind of in the middle because as you're coming into turn five, you want to have the best angle to make it through five. So if you're coming in the middle into five, that lets you go all the way to the left by your turn in point. And this is not at the bottom of the hill, but you'll kind of see the spot. You can kind of tell where the turn in point is by reading the, the, the rubber on the pavement. And as you're turning into five, you're just about at the bottom of the hill, you need to look up the hill to your right. And when I say up the hill, I really mean up the hill, Uh, like all the way up the hill. It is a steep steep hill. Just look up. 
Yeah. In, in the matter of, let's see, that's three, six, I'm going to say a thousand feet. You're going to climb 85 feet in elevation in a thousand feet. So it, it's, and if your Miata yes. isn't, isn't making it in third, you're going to have to drop to second. Like I, just... I, I learned, and this is another thing that I learned in the Miata at, at the NASA Great Lakes weekend, that it, I was over breaking this because I was trying to get into second. And he basically told me that slowing down at the bottom, slowing down on the down is one of the worst things to do because you need to hit the up and let that slow you down. So this is Miata advice only, by the way, I have no idea what you're driving and what it's going to do, but yeah, I was over breaking this for a very long time. Well, you and can, it's a you can... Go, Chris. Go ahead. You can turn really hard at the bottom of five yes, because you're at the bottom of your elevation change. So the car's bottoming out, but you've got to get it done there. And as soon as you're kind of starting through the corner, you're you're climbing again. So you're still getting some compression, but not nearly as much. So take advantage of it while you can at the bottom, but but look up the hill and this whole thing also off camber. So you can easily wash out into six, which is kind of really connects to five. It's all kind of one thing. Um, and there's a lot of room yeah. on the inside there that you're not going to use, but no. it, nobody's ever on the inside, no. which if you need to pull a pass and you're looking for a place to get by somebody, yeah. high power cars are going to do a lot of passing on the inside out of six into seven. Hell yes. That's exactly where I was going to go. Cause, uh, so many times, especially newer teams or you get red misty, they're trying to make a pass between four and five. Cause you've got all the power and you're going downhill. Relax breathe because they're all going to be doing their level best to keep their momentum as they're going through these corners and if you just cut to the inside and mat it you're going to motor past everyone the that was the the triumph was actually really good at that yeah we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll pass you in the z there but uh not the masta all right exactly so, uh come there's a good flag station that's important to pay attention to after six on the straightaway right about before the crest of the hill because if you get over the crest of the hill and there's a problem at seven you have no idea what's going on it is and completely blind there will be people screwing up seven. Oh yeah so bad yeah all right so you're coming up over the crest of the hill this is another 1200 foot straight away this is a long straight i mean half of it's like straight uphill but a lot of it's fairly far downhill so coming into seven <clears throat> this is the start of the s's you've got a right left right left right like all like a long section there it goes there um, and if you get a rhythm set up in these, you can do really, really well. If you get behind, you're kind of screwed for the whole section until you get through 11. Mm-hmm. So get your rhythm right. And these corners aren't especially different, difficult. I usually, what I like to do on these is essentially just kind of carry your speed. Chrissy even came up with a little song about modulating going through the this. Gas. Modulating, modulating the gas. gas. And that's what you're doing. You're modulating the gas through this whole thing. You can break a lot later coming into seven than you think, but take it like a, and this is a corner I probably take with a little later apex than normal, than a normal 90 degree corner that I can, so that I can set up for eight, nine, 10. Mm-hmm. Eight's mm-hmm. a left. It's a downhill that ends like the, the bottom of the hill is kind of the track out of eight, but you've got enough room to track all the way to the right and then quickly cut back to the left for nine, but then nine don't track all the way out for nine because you don't have enough room to get in the right spot for 10. So you late apex nine to the right. This is also, as you're coming at 
to crest the hill right as you're starting into 10. And if you are early apexing 10, you are going to go wide over that hill on that hill. You're going to, hers going to get light and you're going to push wide and you're going to go off in the grass and to the right. You're going to be and, in the marbles, right? There's yep. marbles, there's holes on that side of, or at least yeah. there was, but on either side of that, um, the berms. A lot of people spin here because yes. they get light, they lift, then the front bites, then it does a tank slapper and then they hit the inside wall after 10 seen that a number of times this is another place where you really need to link the turns and do them together you can't just inside or inside outside inside each turn and think you're going to do okay here you really need to know what's happening on the other side seven eight you take as one yep nine to ten you take as one yep essentially they get late apex on nine so that you're in the right spot to take ten because you're cresting the hill adds an off camber turn as you're going left. Like it, it's all kinds of things has less traction than you think. Um, there's a right around the end of the curbing is about the spot. I like to apex just, just about at the end of it is about right to set you up for 11. And when you're coming into 11, you're going down the hill out of 10 full throttle. There's a, a point where the, the old North track used to make a connection here from turn one to there. And at that point, there's a, 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 a striped curb that is like an arrow almost. And if you hit the head of that, that's your best spot of an apex at 11. So as mm. you're cresting the hill at 10, watch mm. for that pointy yellow or not yellow. It's red and white. Red arrow and white, yeah. At 11, I, that's your that's your visual spot to look at. I don't think I had ever been given this piece of advice i'm gonna have to go back and watch the videos give it a try you don't yeah. have time to watch the videos between now and then what are you kidding <laughs> maybe work right. tomorrow well i mean no, while, on, do it while he's driving it'll no, be fine. while yeah. jim is driving i'll be doing the video. oh there you go yeah, yep. yeah, yeah all right so watch that little piece of curb and then you've got another 400 foot straight uh between 10 and between 11 and 12 but at this point, though, you need to be looking around you for who's going to be passing you on the right-hand side coming in here, because this is going to be a good spot to pass for all the people that screwed up 1011. Now you're going to get around them. There's also an important flag station just you know, next to 12 that you need to see. So watch that flag station. And okay. it's, it's deep there behind a tire wall. But if I, you just I, I, you should be looking once. that way anyway. You should yeah. be, your eyes are that way. Until if your eyes up are up out of 11, you look right at it. But so if you're not seeing that one at 12, that means your eyes are in the wrong place. Okay. Uh, 12, 13, 14 are all kind of a, com a complex together. 12 is a right. 13 is a kink left. 14 is a right. So 12, you're not going to, you're going to not track out at all your apex is your track out on 12 because you're setting yourself up for 13 to set yourself up for 14. Cause if you get a good run out of 14, it's going to carry you all the way down um, almost 2000 feet of straightaway, a little more than really. So important. You get this one, right? So yeah, no I apex think, out of 12. I was going to say, I think 12 might be my worst turn on this. Okay. I think Slow I have the most trouble with this. Slow down more than you need to at 12 so that you can get on the gas earlier through the 13, yeah. 14 complex. Yeah. I think I try and hit 12 too hard and I find myself washed out frequently and yep. in the wrong spot for 13. 
you push out wide on 12. Now you're pushing out wide on 13. Now you're getting in the gas until you're halfway into 14 and you're losing and it out. It screws on up everything else. Yep. Yep. So don't, don't track out on 12 and, but do, uh, and, and actually, and then don't track out on 13 either. Like your whole, whole point at 12 and 13 is to end up in the right place for 14. That's it. They're only a vehicle for 14. And 14, you want to take like you would any other you know, corner, outside, inside, outside, but know that you are cresting a blind hill and an off-camera corner. Mind the track station right around 13. There's two of them right around 13 so that you can see because otherwise you have no idea. So if you get on the gas just before you crest the hill, once, once you've done it a few times, you're going to get used to it. You can get on the gas before you crest the hill at 14. Use all the curbing on the right-hand side of 14. There's there's a lot. Mm-hmm. And then track all the way out after 14, and you're coming down a hill, and you're going to be hiring a tremendous amount of speed yes. at that point. Yes. I, even the Miata feels fast here. Yeah. This is also where you're going to catch the people that did those turns wrong. So be careful. That's why you're watching your flag stations over that hill. 15 is a kink to the left you should be able to carry this flat no lifting unless there's a traffic jam there but there shouldn't be so that again normal normal corner outside inside outside then you're on a 1200 foot straightaway before another kink turns 16 this can get intimidating as you're coming down here there's gonna be a lot of passing here for who who took 14 correctly who didn't everyone's gonna be making their passes here and then it's a, a bit of a bravery test going through 16, an attraction test. If your car can stick it and your brakes are good, you can carry your, your power all the way through 16 and then immediately get your car pointed straight, lift, and brake hard. By then you yeah. might be going... It, yeah. it's, a, it's, a, it's a butthole puckerer. It is. It can it's be. It's a long yeah. time to think about how fast you possibly be, could be going. Yeah, yeah, if you've yeah. done 12, 13, 14 well, and there's nobody around, or you've passed people and you're in the right spot, you've got anywhere between 15 and 16, you've got a long time. And then I mean, you have this king coming up and you're like, hold it, keep it. Tatas are probably going to be going 120 here, for example. Yeah. Uh, Mental has his hand up. I don't know if you can see it. That's why I just called him. Said oh, sorry. I'm, oh. I, I overtalked you. I'm sorry regardless of what you do if you decide to break before that kink or you decide to flat foot it through that kink stick with that plan halfway through that kink do not change your plan <laughs> that's a great because, piece of advice <laughs> because Hell yes <clears throat> or if you're trying to overtake a car and you feel like they're going to change their plan halfway through that kink do not be on the outside of that because that yeah. is where a lot of cars when they are indecisive or they change their plan decide to swap ends yeah. And then once you're in the grass on the outside of that, you're gone. You're, yeah, you're going to hit the wall. You, right. You're yeah. That's what I'm saying. You're at the mercy of physics and there are walls and you will hit them and they're bad. But there's, there's and runoff. So we should be clear yeah, about, yeah, yeah there, there's runoff the, everywhere, but you at the speeds you can go in yes, this corner correct. though, you're going to use all of the runoff if you go off there. So do what you can be safe there until you build your confidence up. It is so then, not a place to make a hero pass on a car that you think is a little sketchy. This is not where you pass them. Because right after we watched. Yeah, there's a perfect place right afterwards. But we watched a lot of cars get collected up 
there when yeah. last time I was there with you guys. It, it, but no, it's after, a... afterwards, you only have about 500 feet to go from a fourth, fifth, sixth, sixth gear kind of place to a second or third gear corner, yeah. which is what you're about to take. And, and I was going to say, this is where endurance racing is important to remember that no single pass is going to win that race, but staying on the track is. Yeah. So there, there are a number of places on this track where you're, you need to have a discriminating eye of, is this the right place to try to pass? Is this the right place to try to push? It's a long race. Be careful. There are a number of places here that can cause problems if you're not prepared or you're deciding you're going to set the world on fire. I think this is one of the more deceptive tracks. I think visually you think something is different. And then when you get there, you realize, oh, I could have, should have been there. I could have been there. So I think this really takes, I, I think it takes more laps to learn this track because you need to know what's on the other side that you visually can't see more than any other track that we run. And they play tricks on you with the camber of the track and versus what, where you are about how much room there is. Yeah. And it tricks your eyes. Mm -hmm. yeah. And also, and so many of these corners are great. And I keep thinking back to, we've done, a, a, as Mental said, we did, we did a lot of track days here. And a lot of them are, are, how do you make this a perfect corner? So you have to, I have to get out of the mind frame of, it's not about perfect corners. I, so I occasionally on two, two of these corners, don't use the whole track. I should be using more of the track as where we're coming up to in 17, 18. I uh, tend to suck it close and not use the whole track. Whereas there are, the, the the correct best line is out further, uh, but it's all different in racing. So, mm -hmm. yeah, yep. All right, so seventeen is a hard right hand turn up a hill after you just braked really hard. This is a second or third gear corner for most people. So there's nothing exciting about it. It's outside, inside, and then outside. But seventeen links to eighteen, which links to nineteen. So you need to do the best you can at carrying speed at 17. And you can track pretty far out after 17, really. There's a lot more room over there, but be mindful of that's where people who are going to be going to the pits are going to be out on the left side too. So track as much as you feel you need to, to be able to stay on track after, you know, if you overdrove it through, through 17, maybe you overcooked it coming into 17 because you didn't, as you said, I'm going to try not lifting at 16. Yeah, yeah. That, that's going to happen. Um, you know, all oh right, my God. watch oh out my for God, people. I'm going so fast. I'm going so fast. I'm <laughs> right? Going so fast. Uh -huh. That might happen. Uh -huh. <laughs> totally. So 18, you're never going to track out in 18. You're, it's just coming out of 17, heading toward 19. You happen to go through 18 is the best yeah, way I can yeah, describe yeah. it. That's a good way to <laughs> like, say it. Yeah. I, I don't even think it's like a turn. I'm like, yeah. There's, the a, track there's a flag is station. So wide there too. Yeah. There's a track flag station on the inside of 18. That's a good one to look at because as you're coming through 19, it's a crest of a hill and a corner and there's guardrails and stuff. You can't see what's over on the straightaway there. So um, but you know, coming out of 18 down to turn one, you've got two thousand feet of essentially straightaway. So you build up some speed there. Um then 19 is, is just like a kink on your way that's what take take it however traffic allows is really what it comes down to uh and then you're on the straight because that's a lot straight. of people are jockeying for how they're going to go down the straight the slow yeah. cars are trying to get out of the way the fast cars are i gotta go around it right now yeah, i mean slow cars keep your line fast cars go left yeah it's just in general do that um that's what timing the flag station is kind of right in the middle of this here 
Um, I always think I said track off is coming out of 18. You're just hang left and that brings you into the pack paddock. Uh, and then again, going down the straight, you're going to carry a lot of speed. Usually you're probably going to be breaking around the three. If you have a faster car, maybe you can get to the two. If you have a really slow car, you maybe brush it at the one. And if you're riding the Simca, just stay on the gas. You'll be fine. Um, yeah, mental. So we know that the literally right in the middle, they've got the traditional basket hanging over the track. That's one black flag station. Where's the other black flag station? I don't know. Traditionally, at I think there's 12, uh, 12, 12. Yeah, 12. I think they've, they've done it uh, yep. at 12 a lot because that gives you time. It's actually a little out past 12, on. right? It's right after I think 12. It's, it's well between it, it's essentially but, at 12. Yeah. 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 It's over here on the YouTube, but it, basically I, think of it at 12. I thought there also down. was one before the turn at seven that had a black flag. Am I wrong? Before the, oh, between six and seven? Between six and seven. Maybe. That, now, that's like the one at Watkins Glen. But eh, you I could be anyway. wrong. I know that that is a flag station where I get a lot of information. I'm not uh, you're, also, you're going over a blind hill at full throttle, so you better get a lot of information. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I seem to remember five one year being a black flag station too, as you're coming down really? the bottom of that the hill. bottom of the hill. No, I don't and I think that. it didn't work out well. Cause it required you to pull yeah. your eye off the line. Cause you're looking okay. the wrong way. If you're looking at the, cause the flag station exactly. number five is over here. It's Never way mind. Like, I'm smoking crack. Bottom. Yeah. All right. So it is, it's, it's crack the main in 12. I, yeah. I mean, we should check, but I'm, I'm yeah. pretty sure. Yeah. It's probably going to be six and a half or 12. Realistic. Do yourself a favor. Know that before you go out on track, Know where the track exit is. Know where the track entrance is. Know how to get from your paddock to the pit road entrance. And Which, know where penalty is, even if you're right. not going to go there. Yes. So, yeah. And yeah. lemons might change up where you go on and off track. Usually with HPD stuff, you go kind of go toward or go between the bougie garages at the top of the hill and the brown timing and scoring building. You kind of go to a, there's a sub parking lot there that's a grid usually you go through the grid and that gets you on to timing but i don't know what they're going to do for lemons this weekend and we've and we've seen new teams like freak out about this and drive around the paddock for five minutes trying to find out how to get on then they get mad and then they're speeding in the paddock and then it's a whole different yeah i think last time lemons had us come off the track all the way at the end of pit lane like you have to go would go all the way past everything at the end of pit lane and then come all the way back up that long leg of stuff to get there i don't from what i recall but who knows what they'll do this time all right um that is that is typical because that way you don't have to uh go all the way around the track if you want to refuel hmm. oh here's one other quick thing if it rains at all mm. avoid <laughs> Uh, basically you're driving you're driving to find the traction but avoid the new pavement in the s's it is ice and sometimes in four it gets slippery in four there's Mm -hmm. some new and old pavement in yeah uh anywhere coming from between four and five watch the patches if it rains Mm -hmm. yes 17 is where a lot of differentials and transmissions blow up they usually have a lot of fluid there and 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 there's a river that likes to run across 11 Mm. And in turn yep. four. And five is a river because you're at the bottom of the yeah, hill. Yeah. And five is bad. Yes. In in turn four, between three and four, don't touch your crotch area or you'll spin the Cressida. That was New Jersey. That was different tracks. New Jersey. No, he did it here, I thought. No, he spun was, it was, here, too. 
That was the left-handed New Jersey. Oh, sorry. Okay. But he also put the crescent off there. I remember that. All right. I'm going to stop sharing. <laughs> anyway, thank you. That was enough. Sure. That was great. Uh, overall feelings about Pittsburgh and the race coming up this weekend. Anybody got any dark horses? No, no, no. The race. The race. I'm sorry. Anybody have any thoughts about the race? I mean, we all expect it to be awesome. We're not really talking about us because we're going to do that next week. But Grad Metal's got something. I I think one of the – well, yes, it's very three-pedal mafia-centric. I think you should be watching the Cressida. I think the Cressida is going to do something impressive. They have stayed on their game during the Rona. They have stayed on top of that car, and they're always a good team right out of the gate. I'm interested to see how the clash of Northeast versus Midwest goes. We've got Save the Tatas, but we've got Momrath. Mm-hmm. You know, for example, oh, there, yeah. there's a lot of you know the top top ten yeah. New England teams. And top 10 Midwest teams here in the same place. Let's see what happens. Those two I use are just the first examples I could think of of multiple winners, both there. Yeah, East Coasters, if you've never seen Save the Tatas, be prepared to have your bunghole blown out in the Tesla Eh, speed. Well, not, not not just them, though, but also the Sky Camino's coming. Uh, those guys are all usually mm-hmm. very competitive. Yeah, there's yeah. the, uh, the lemonade stand is going to be there. Uh, there's, but there's, down there's, the a, street? Uh, there's also a lot of, there's a lot of Midwest teams that somehow think that Eric rude is literally not in every limits group on Facebook. And we're talking trash about how they're going to get away with murder. Yeah. Really? Just cause Eric's not going to be there. Like Kurt and Craigers aren't getting an email. What are you dead? Kidding? I, I, sure, I'm glad. I'm sure there are plenty of fast cars, but this is a track that powerful straight line cars will be intimidating. And that Tata's car yes. is a bomber. You have you have not seen the Sky Camino. I have not. You have so not seen I don't the Sky know, Camino. I, yeah, yeah. No, I I've seen the Sky Camino versus the Tata's in a straight line. Mm, you interesting. Would be surprised? What it, Very exciting. You'd be surprised what they can do with the GMV6. That thing will yeah. pull. All right. And you know, lots of lots of blow up EV eight swap stuff too that'll be out there, but it'll be Shit. when it's Stop when talking it's running, about us. it'll be fast. Yeah. <laughs> not just no no no. I'll talk about fast cars. Oh, okay. That's uh, not gonna be us. Thanks. Yeah. No. We're gonna be uh, yeah, we're, we're gonna we're gonna out. take it easy. Don't expect <laughs> us to do much. We're gonna be uh short we're not shifting. Bluffing. And oh. no, like, like not only short know, shifting the I motor. Absolutely no, you're not sandbagging. I get it. I totally but we're get gonna it. do like an hour and then come in and be like Let's check every nut and bolt because we don't know what the thing is going to do. Yeah. yeah. And if the Z blows up, the down. Mazda goes out. Please don't hit the Mazda. Chris, will be very upset. She'll cry. <laughs> How many bosses? Yeah, you deal with it. Yeah, you deal with the crying Chrissy. I don't want to. That's not my <laughs> job. You never get another Chrissy's mom's cookie if you hit the Mazda. There you Facts. go. No. Oh, so there's plenty of people that don't get them in the first place. How many uh, people's bosses have already asked them if they're going to win this race? None. <laughs> No, I'm putting my hand up. My employees did. I'm like, come on. My office is actually, I have a small office now and they're all completely schooled up on, you know, the stupidity. Like when I, when I rolled in with a second Porsche 914, they're like, oh, mental's here. Mental's. 
Mental's sure. My boss knows that, but he tries to say that I should be high. It's my, my expectations should be higher. We should, should be shooting for the stars more. And I was like, you have no idea what bring one this and a half cars. This is not the race shooting for the stars. No, 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 no it's not. Uh, I would like each of us to raise our right hand. Right hand, right hand. Right not hand. Not you don't have to. No. Uh, yeah, no, no, not that one. That's a good one, though. Why, we why will Christy's not in my hands opposite. It's fine. We will okay. because you're no, no, you're you're right. It's because you're seeing yourself in backwards. Okay. We will not get drunk and put penises in anyone else's oh, car at Pittsburgh. <sighs> I solemnly swear. Oh, fine. God. But three pedal mafia cars are fair game. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. They were they were hangers on, but whatever. It's old old. It's old that was news. two years ago. Two years ago. Uh, actually, it- yes, I, I will be. I will be. I will be relatively dong free this weekend. No, you won't. Unless I'm, I throw I'm, it at no, you. I, 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 relatively. I will be. I will be, I will be a dong target. I, I'm yeah. absolutely certain. <laughs> Only after the track goes. What are we doing? Are we are we doing adjust the tip? Do we have a hella sweet? I think it's adjust the tip, isn't it? I gotta adjust the tip. Just the tip. Now this, I should thank Eric for this. Just the tip. When you're wiring something, double check what's a ground before you wire it in. And if you're really not, you know, use a multimeter. Touch the block. Touch that thing. Don't Does just say out? like I think this is okay. I'm pretty this sure it like is. Is it, is it okay? Yeah, let's zap okay. zap. Accidental welding going on under the car. What did he weld? Was it a screwdriver? Was it a wrench? It was, was it a? It was a wire. A wire. It was a wire. Oh, it was a wire. It but it was allowed, and it scared us all, and we all had to was, be standing. It was around only it. a few inches from his face too Ooh, at the time. That's good. So, yeah. Top tip: double check the thing that you think is a ground before you touch it. Just to be sure. And, Uber. And, oh, go on, Chrissy. I'm sorry. Well, turn the power off, too, is a good way. But I so have another you, one. So let's you go. turn the power on, and then it's all short. So just use your multimeter, ohm it out, touch this thing, touch the block, or touch the negative terminal. Does it work? Correct. Then great. Use it as a ground. Chrissy, are you going to change the topic or talk on this one? I'm going to change the topic. Okay. So let me talk on this one. The very first thing in every Chilton and Haynes manual is unhook the battery. They're not wrong. Ahead, That's why I like when the you're new doing a disconnects that we put on yeah, the yeah, circuit breakers. Yeah. So we uh, just push the button. But we had been doing a lot of different work. So there's plenty of things that Chris mm-hmm. is trying to figure out if wiring works. We have to turn it on because he's looking at gauges. And then, you know, like it doesn't always just work that way to disconnect the battery for everything. It doesn't always happen. Okay. Switching to another very quick, um, just the tip that just also happened. Just the tip. Again, uh, this is another thing that happened this weekend. Watch when you are using fire, watch where you're using it, right? So like a torch. Oh, okay. I was going to say, who's using fire and what are they using Well, we used a lot of little lighter fire because we were doing a lot of wiring. Heat heat shrink tubing. Heat shrink tubing. Sure. Yes. So we were doing a lot of that. And were we doing heat shrink tubing with the fire? Yes, it was heat shrink tubing. Yes. But there's a fuel rail. Oh, I, I was getting, I was gun. getting there. Sorry. Yes. So that's why when you were doing, you were so you and both of you, I caught you at the workbench 
uh, Eric is holding the torch. Chris is holding the heat shrink. And I say there is an active fuel rail right ha- right there because i had just dumped it all over because it was in with all the tools so just watch where you're using oh fire. like you disposed of the old fuel rail and you dumped no, the it fuel off. rail it was in process we were looking for we were going to make a bracket so we could reinstall it <laughs> oh, it was it. sitting on the workbench to be reinstalled with fuel in it yeah and then yes. they were well, using a, a torch there's always residual fuel in those things. Yes, I was just telling absolutely. him not to set the workbench on fire because the workbench is soaked in various fluids over the years too. But so. a fuel rail, really? It was over. It was six inches no. away. Whatever. <laughs> there might. Yep. There might. Don't do that, kids. No, don't do this. Yeah, Alrighty. That's that's six inches, Metal. Totally is. All day. <laughs> <laughs> that's wrong. Are we done? Just a tip. Yes. Do we have if you have to ask, then yeah, you're that's true. <laughs> uh do we have a show topic for next week? Yes. I've already said it like four times. Yes, we do. Yes. Tell us what it is, Chris. Uh, it's the pit race hangover. Yeah. No, even if you didn't drink at a race, you're still hungover when you yeah. get home. There's no way around it. Uh and then after that we're gonna talk about shaking down a car. Right? We, we yeah. actually, actually have no. A we lot. have a we have a we have we have some guests. We, we have some, some guests, guests coming up. up. Wow! Yeah, absolutely. I have, I oh. I haven't firmed it up yet, but we've got a professional spotter that wants to come on the show. Um, carbon fiber manu- parts manufacturer, uh, an extractor and competitor extraordinaire. Josh Jenny has repeatedly expressed an interest in being on the show. So yeah, we've had a we've got a lot of folks who want to come on the program. I feel like after like. Two and a half, three years of stretching for topics during the Rona, because that's how long it's been, right? Two and a half, three years since the yeah. Rona's yeah. been in town. This uh, is March four hundred fifty-eight. Yeah, we are so chock full of actual race discussion to do in the next couple of weeks, next couple of months, that it's going to be really hard to keep us contained to just dick jokes or whatever it is that we do on most weeks. <laughs> Yep. You want the dick jokes, you're going to have to, uh, the second season of Lemons Eye Racing 21 starts on April 28th, I believe. Open so bunghole. Op- oh, open bunghole. Tesla, open bunghole. Thank you for downloading us. We hope you enjoyed this week's edition of Everyone Racers. We also hope you'll join us in the world of driving, racing, and building because everyone can be a racer, even you. If you enjoyed this podcast, Subscribe. It is totally free. Then go to iTunes and give us a five-star rating. Even if you hated us, give us five stars and tell us why. If you have any questions or show ideas, drop us a line. Drop us a comment on our Facebook page. Drop it right down there in the doodly-doo if you're watching on YouTube. Whatever. Look, here's the deal. If you're not following our YouTube channel, you're probably going to miss a lot of stuff. And our Instagram, you're probably going to miss a lot of stuff this weekend because we don't bring the microphones. We bring our phones. So we're going to be doing some trackside stuff this weekend. Follow us on the damn Instagram. Follow us on the Twitters. Follow us on the Facebooks. Follow us on YouTube. Everyone Racers. You could also email us at everyone.racers at gmail.com. You could text us 484-243-0455. I have to set that up on my new phone. Go on, Mitchell. And uh, I had a great conversation with Tyler Stank about he is almost paid for his MX3 with all of the sticky change. He is darn near eight bucks into this car. What's the most you ever found of sticky change in your car? Oh, I could Let find eight bucks of sticky change in my car like tonight. 
Yeah, it's in the center console. <laughs> exactly. Uh, what did I, where did I, oh, we're officially on Spotify. Recommend us to your Spotify buddies, even if they live in Europe. Thanks again, and until next week, keep the shiny side up. Unless there ain't no shiny side, then just keep those wheels down.